Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome to Tea Time Midlife Edition. I'm your host, Regina Young, and today's guest is Rayanna Luis. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, Today's topic is breaking through the void in midlife. That is just a great topic. So I can't wait to hear it. It really is. But before we get started, what kind of tea are you drinking? I am drinking chai tea. It's my goatee cup of comfort. Oh, do you put anything in it? I put milk in it, just almond milk. But um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a comfort. You know how we have comfort food? I have my comfort tea and that's Uh, what it is. I love big bowl of love. (laughs) I love it. The the spices are ridiculously wonderful. So I get it. And it's so aromatic aromatic. Well, um, today I'm drinking Moringa tea and that tea helps cleanse the body of toxins and it boosts the immune system. But check with your herbalist and doctor to make sure it fits in your health regimen. So Mm -hmm. like I mentioned, today's topic is breaking through the voids in midlife. So I'm just going to ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, how did you become a life mastery consultant and founder of Live Your True You? How'd that happen? Yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah, so I am 56 years old. I am, um, my name is Rayanne. My middle name is Louise. And what I've decided to do to make it easier for business-wise and on Instagram, social media, all of that, I thought instead of having my last name, because I guess really, you know, some people can't pronounce it. That's why I went with Rayanne Louise or just Rayanne is fine. So um, I'm, like I said, 56 years old and um, the founder of Live Your True You, which is an online community for personal growth for women. I help women who feel lost or stuck um, after a life-changing event navigate a new direction so that they can live, again, a more purposeful and meaningful life. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. And and, and is this time in life, you actually, I, I feel like in midlife, this is a perfect time. One is to shed off old baggage that, you know, no longer serves you and shout and have mentors and self-develop and really just get to live your best you right now. Not when you get a chance or like, this is your moment. It's your time. It's your turn like that. So I really get it. That's interesting. Yeah, it's one of those things that I just, you know, I speak from experience and uh, people I work with that it's just, when it's your turn, take it, take it. (laughs) We have to. And you know what? And that's something that, um, that's a mantra of mine um, that I came across about in 2018. And it's, I, I just started saying, it's my turn, my time, my life. And 
that's something that really sticks with me um, all the time now, because as women, I believe we, we put ourselves last. We put our life on hold to serve others and because we are caregivers. And so it might be looking after all these other family members or, you know, trying to get a bit, whatever it might be. So we, our turn. Yeah, it it is our turn. Yeah. We have to remember that. Absolutely. I I noticed that at this point in life too, all the breakdowns are starting to pile up on top of you too. And it's just like, how do you shed that? I mean, how do you shed all the breakdowns from the past that kind of uh, keeping you in place right now? The breakdowns, I think it's, it's, it's recognizing if you don't address them, they will break you down. And in my case, that's exactly what happened. I didn't realize it. There was, you know, a lot of hurt and disappointments from the past and you just have to keep moving forward. And I didn't have time to process them all or, you know, deal with them all. So, you know, it was just on Mother's Day weekend in 2018, it was an accumulation of financial pressures of um, all the relationships that, again, I, you know, had in the hurts and the disappointments that actually took a toll because I knew for many years, I wasn't honoring what I wanted to do. You know, I just knew there was something more in me. I didn't know what that was, but I just knew there was a longing for more, a longing to serve more. And I kept sort of stifling that, ignoring that, saying, I can't do it. I don't have the time. I have to do this. And um, so a, a breakdown actually did happen on Mother's Day weekend. I remember just sitting, you know, in the chair, actually, I had to go back to work, which I resented my husband for. I blamed him for it. Mm-hmm. So that was, mm-hmm. you know, a, a part of the problem. And I, I was just frozen. I was paralyzed. I was hugging my knees to my chest. I, the tears were just streaming down my face. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I finally phoned my girlfriend. She took me to the doctors and, you know, he put me on some meds, et cetera, and gave me a leave of absence. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the defining moment. And that kind of got me after, mind you after, you know, a couple of weeks later when I finally came to, because I completely shut down, yeah. I was living in a state of oblivion. And again, it's because all the stresses, everything had built up mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the void. When you keep covering these, you know, putting a thin layer, you know, like a bandaid on it, you know, eventually that, that you rip that off, boy, yeah. you're exposing the whole wound mm-hmm. and you've got to learn to deal with that. And um, so that's what, it was a process from there. Absolutely. And that's how I became certified. Sorry. And that's how I became certified as a life mastery consultant, because I went first as um, I found this program. I went through it as a student, mm-hmm. but then that was part of what I realized was what I also wanted to do in the process as well. This, this was my calling. So my breakdown to break through, it was like, I had to go through this to get to that point. Uh, uh, Absolutely. That is a great thing about uh, midlife too, as well. It's like, if you do the work to get to the other side, you'll be standing in future of your design and absolutely your calling. So that is very exciting. You mentioned uh, a breakdown with your son and I wasn't, yeah, just wanted to hear that story. Yeah, it's, um, I was going through a really nasty divorce and um, I have two children, you know, for most people thought I was a single mom because I was always out with my kids. My husband Mm. was a workaholic and fair enough. And um, he was a great provider, but, um, you know, going through this divorce, um, my son ended up kind of siding with his father 
And um, eventually he ended up sort of becoming estranged from myself and, and my family. And this has been 10 years now. Wow. But the thing is, I didn't realize, I didn't know, I wasn't even aware of the term estrangement. I mean, I, and I felt so much shame and guilt and I ended up isolating myself from, you know, family events because it hurts so much when people would say, oh, you know, where's your son? Or, you know, have you talked to your son lately? And it's like, you know what? Like, this is, seriously, this is killing me. Like, I can't, I can't accept that because when you lose your child um, and like I said, I have not had any contact for 10 years. That hurts. And mm-hmm. and again, when people, they don't understand that, you know, so it's it's been it's been a process. And it wasn't until January, this January, that I kind of realized what estrangement was. And it's like, that was very freeing. Yeah. But also what was freeing was when I was asked to speak, um, my mentor, Mary Morrissey, asked me to share this. Because again, I I I did not tell anybody about this. I was embarrassed. But when she said, would you share this at a Brave Thinking um, event? I said, okay. And that was tough. But in doing so, it was also very liberating and freeing and empowering because not only did a few women come up afterwards and they said, like, these are my peers. And they're saying, you know, I didn't know that you would, you know, you don't look like, you know, you would experience anything like as if we have, I don't know, this look about us, you know, but I, right. But I didn't know that. But the best part was the next day, these women came up. So they went back to their hotel rooms and they made calls. They reached out one to her sister, one to her brother. And they said, I reached out to them because of your story. So as much as it hurt and it was painful to put myself out there, in doing so, it was a blessing for others. So that's why I also do what I do. Mm-hmm. I get that. You know what? It's like you're giving people permission to like clean up, get straight with themselves that if you're estranged. And what does that word estranged mean? Because uh, that's kind of like a word I don't hear very often. Maybe, maybe from kids. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't hear that word very often out in the world. What does that mean? Yeah, it's strange is basically it's just a loss of a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. So you just become estranged, uh, separated, whether it's physically, emotionally, both. Mm-hmm. And that's really, so it's quite common. It's like, and this is what I think it, it sort of validated me and it, I felt better about myself yeah. um, because it's about one in four actually women that will become estranged from their children. Mm-hmm. So I know that, I know. Like that's staggering. And it lasts on average about five and a half years to be estranged. Now mine's a little bit longer. Yay. You know, but it's what it is. I got Um, it. Right. But yeah. So again, it's usually family estrangement. But you know what also is interesting? Yeah, it is interesting to to hear that um, it averages, you said one in four get estranged for their children. That is... amazing that is like that is and in midlife when that is the most let's say I'm sorry it can be very challenging very lonely time that is a bit of a challenge to hear that is there something that people can do um uh, I get that in that uh, conference you were able to connect with people because by telling your story it opened up an opportunity for them to go to go 
reach out? And how do you manage the, all the judgment of the people, the family and friends who are not as sensitive to how it must feel um, to have a loss of a child? And it may not necessarily just be from a divorce. It could be from death, gunshot, choice because they need space or whatever that is. I mean, there's so many different ways to be estranged. How do you um, handle that, all that judgment? The judgment, I think, because that was a big part of it, is you feel like you've, um, you feel like you're the worst mom ever, you know, even though you always felt you did your best, and you just feel like you failed, you know, miserably. Yeah. And people are saying, oh man, what did she do? Or, you know, and you ask yourself, you kind of torture yourself, what did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? What could I have done better? And, and there's no, for me, it's it's actually looking at myself in the mirror and knowing that Rayanne, you did the best you could. Mm-hmm. You know, I was mm-hmm. not perfect. And I've always told my kids that anyways, that yeah. hey, I've never been a mom before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a matter of, right? I, I, I'm, so it's a matter of looking at myself and knowing in turn that, you know what, I really did the best. It's yeah. reaching out and having a support system. It's it's not a lot of people because I don't want to nurse, curse, and rehearse that same old hurt and pain. Yeah, yeah. But I want people who are going to walk with me, support me, and, you know, just remind me, no, Rianne, you are good. You you did the best. Or, you know, he will come back. That's sort yes. of thing. So. Yeah, that is perfect. Yeah, I, I get that, that, you know, it's like um, that the person will come back when they see or or they get to the other side of what was their reason why they did what they did and that they do have choice at the at the same time uh sometimes it is not of their choice when they're really young but i could see how in midlife you can become estranged from your own identity because uh you know we're all teachers you know are we're mothers we're caregivers we are husbands, wives, and all that. How do you suggest one handles that in midlife when you become estranged from your identity? Yeah, well, that's a good question, uh, Regina. And I think it's it's something that we have to always be mindful of, which we haven't been, again, um, when we talked previously, because we are focused on being, you know, the best mom, the caregiver, you know, where our identity is a teacher, whoever it is at that moment. And what happens, and that's why it's called live your true you, mm-hmm. we have to rip away, peel off all these labels, these identities that, you know, we identify with, um, rip them all off and get to that essence of really who we are, what we want, what lights us up, yeah. not what someone else thinks. So that's, I think, when you are coming from that place, mm-hmm. um, then that's more empowering because that that is who you are, who it, you're it, showing up. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I can mention like three or four times in my life that the identity, because I'm a former Ford model. So the rip that identity, you know, that is, wow, the, what everybody says, oh, you want to be that. And it's like, okay, you get there and you're like, okay, it's not exactly me, but I'm so grateful that I got that opportunity. Okay. So now who else can I be? What else can I, how can else can I create myself? You know, how can I expand? How can I grow into a new, better version of me? Yeah. And so um, a lot of that in midlife is a real opportunity to create the life you love and the one you want to live. At the same time, 
how do you recognize these voids and um, and the grip it has on you that has you be paralyzed? Because these voids can get you paralyzed too. Oh, they I, I was um, definitely. And it came back down to really um, sort of stepping out of the frame I was in, realizing that there is more. Um, I am designed yes. for more. I am worthy That's of great. more. So it's really stop telling yourself those lies. Stop believing the lies, you know, that we're not good enough, that we'll never have because, or maybe our age now, you know, that's a big one for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Well, I'm on this side of 50. So now, you know, it's all downhill. No, like change those thoughts. And I think the biggest thing to do is if you can tap into those longings and discontent, and and that's recognizing that because there is something within you that's stirring. That's life seeking for more. Mm. And so when you tap into that, so sort of take a moment, really take some time because we've, we haven't maybe recognized that we've been again, covering it over because we don't have the time a bit too busy. So take that time, recognize what do you really want? What, what do you want more of? What do you want less of in your life now? Mm-hmm. You know, this is really, this is it. This is our time to shine. Like you say, it's our turn. Let's yeah. do this. Uh, absolutely. Wow. Um, what actions do you take to move on, you know, to move through, you know, these voids? Is there some actions one can take? Oh, yes. Um, the biggest one for me is uh, visualization. And it's a matter of visualizing, but being very specific. It's kind of like if you say, I want a nice house. Well, what's a nice house? Okay, that's fine. That has no feeling to it. It's just an, I just want a nice house. Mm -hmm. But when you actually can really get specific and clear on what you want, and then add some fuel to it, add some feeling tone to it, you know, feel yourself walking through that house, smelling that aroma from that chai tea or whatever cup of tea, yes. right? That's, you're, you're living in it. And mm. I just gives you goosebumps when I talk about it, because that's so empowering. Um, and if you can't quite get all the details, that's okay. You just know what you really want yeah. and, and just visualize and see yourself living that life. Mm, that is really great. I, you know, I actually am like looking, considering getting a new car and I'm not quite ready yet, but I visualize what it looks like. So I'm going to go to a car dealer and sit in the car, take a picture of me in the car to get that feeling and, 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 and have that vision be not just in my head. It's actually, I can look at it when I am in my void or listening to the small version of me versus the big one that wants to create what's next for myself. So absolutely, that is, that is really great. Um, what actions would you uh, have someone um, new um, that just discovered that they, you know, have been preventing themselves from moving forward? I think the biggest thing, yeah, I mean, there's always a step you can take. So you have to really get honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to ask yourself, I, I think of like, what's it costing me to stay where I'm at? Yeah. How long have I been here? Yeah. So when you really start to get honest with yourself and, and think, okay, it's not going to be easy. Like nothing is easy. But man, once you get onto that, you build a bit of momentum, you take that first step, grab a support system, you know, yeah. get a mentor, um, have somebody that can walk with you who believes in you. You know, when you start to, you know, you don't believe in yourself yet, have some affirmations like I can do this, whatever it takes, 
just mm. start the process. Take that first step in designing yeah. a life you would love. You're going to either design a life or you're going to live a life by default. So, you know, we have a choice, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I, when people say, and thank you for that, when people say that uh, you're over the hill, I said, I'm over the hill, but I've got a valley of choices. Hello. This is a great, great opportunity to right. everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How can people get a hold of you? Yeah, I'm at Live Your True You. And you can, um, so uh, what is liveyourtrueyou.com forward slash work with me. Um, if you want to, you know, I can guide you through the same system that I used and to break free from all of these limiting beliefs and to, you know, design my life now and sort of reinvent my life. I started at age 53 now, so it's never too late. So live your true you. Dot com. Okay, got it. Yes. Well, that will be in the show notes, but I just want to thank you, Rayanne, for coming on and sharing how to break through these limited beliefs and estrangement and these voids. Thank you. Thank you so much, Regina, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for what you're doing. Cheers. It's tea time. Midlife edition. 